Are you looking for a new math curriculum? Well, CTC Math specializes in providing online video tutorials that take a multi-sensory approach to learning. Favorably reviewed in Kathy Duffy's 102 Top Picks and the Old Schoolhouse Crew Review. The lessons are short and concise to help your children break down concepts and appreciate math in a whole new way. The lessons are taught the traditional way, not to the test. Each one of the video tutorials is taught by an internationally acclaimed teacher, Pat Murray, who is renowned for teaching math concepts in a simple, easy-to-understand way and in only a few minutes at a time. Using a multi-sensory approach, having the combination of effective graphics and animation synchronized with the voice of a friendly teacher together with practical assessment, even students who struggled with math are getting fantastic results. And the ones that were doing okay before now are doing brilliantly. Visit CTC Math today and start your free trial. That's ctcmath.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Mom. Today we are going to talk about some scheduling hacks and get you super productive. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Enjoy our sponsors for today's episode. You can check them out at the sponsorship link. And where do you find today's show notes? Well, you find them at Vintage Homeschool Moms, episode 433. Are you busy? Most of us are so busy that we don't even have the time to be more productive. How would you like to have more hours in your day? That's everyone's dream, isn't it? Well, when you're a busy mom, it's important to have a scheduling hack that works. And that goes double for anyone out there who's a homeschooler. I homeschooled for many, many years. And now, even though I have time and I used to say, gosh, I wonder what I'm going to do when I'm done homeschooling. Well, guess what? I still don't have time. So this episode is for me as much as it is for you. And it reminded me of some things that I used to do all the time. And I'm reclaiming my time back. And I hope you join me in reclaiming your time back as well. All right. So here we go. When you think about scheduling, so many things come to mind. Gosh, where do I start? I need to schedule time to work, to cook, to clean, to shop, to do errands, to do lessons, uh, to work with the kids, to listen to them read. There's so much to do each and every day. And then, of course, when your husband comes home, you need to spend time with him, right? So there are so many different things we do. And even those single moms out there, you still have to have some time where you can just relax and have a few, few minutes to regroup. Well, that's not normally what happens because we are so overscheduled. One of the best things I ever did was I learned to say this word. Are you ready? The word is no. 
I learned to say no because people kept thinking, oh my gosh, you're a homeschooler. You have so much time. You're home. You're not working. Well, let me tell you, even if I wasn't homeschooling, it is a lot of work. It's a lot of work to manage a home. And I think someone did the value of what you would have to pay to have all of the things that we moms do at home. And it's an awful lot of money. And so when we do these things, we try to do them as joyfully as we can, but we also realize that there are so many interruptions. And if I could take all of that time with interruptions or time wasted, it would add up to hours and hours each week. Each one of us has problem areas, and I'm not going to list all of the downfalls of trying to schedule and keep to a schedule. One of the biggest downfall that we all have is interruptions, and the way we handle this can help. What do you do with an interruption? When you're interrupted, it takes you away from your train of thought, and that makes you less productive. So when we schedule, we have to plan for those interruptions or those things that we think about. For example, something will pop into my mind and I think I have to order that online. So I jump online and I do it really quickly. And of course, now we all have apps and we can just get on our app and order it. Instead, if you have a planner or a sticky note, write it on there and set aside a time when you're going to do this ordering and quit getting yourself distracted. Scheduling takes planning and scheduling takes prioritizing. Two things we can improve upon. Scheduling also takes flexibility. So planning, prioritizing, and flexibility because things change, right? Saving time also includes understanding what is a time waster. Is it talking on the phone? Is it social media? Is it text messaging? Whatever pulls you out of your train of thought wastes time. Today I needed to get on Facebook so I could use Messenger and it would have been better to use it on my phone because I have that as a separate app, but instead I hopped on so I could message somebody that I needed to message for work. So what happened? Did you say you got sucked into Facebook? That's exactly what happened and I'm not on Facebook very often. But when I do that, because I had more to type out than I could on my phone, I still don't like typing with my thumbs. I know some of you are great at it. I just still don't like it. And I can type so much faster on my computer. So thinking I could type faster on my computer, I'm just going to do that, ended up wasting at least 30 minutes of my time today. Also, when we talk about scheduling, we're talking about using the time you have the best that you can. So what makes the most sense in your already busy life? And what is the best use of your time? Is it time effective? Can I do this task or should I let someone else do it and tackle it? These are questions we can look at and ask ourselves when we're thinking about scheduling. Part of the problem with me is that I think I can do it better. Plus, I have certain ways that I like to do things. Sometimes we have to sacrifice how we want something done to have more time. I had a friend that used to fold clothes in a specific way, and they liked it that way. So they were going to take the time and do it themselves. Even when they taught their kids to help, their kids didn't do it as well as they wanted to. So that was the one thing that this mother, this was her hill that she was dying on, she was going to do uh, fold her own laundry. 
I could care less how laundry was folded as long as it was neat enough that it wasn't full of wrinkles, not wadded up mess, and put away. So for me, that was an important task to do and to have my kids help. We also did things like folding laundry while I read to the kids. They could sit there and fold their clothes quietly while I read to them. So we multitasked and did two things at one time. We actually scheduled a time to read while we were folding laundry. And that accomplished two things and saved us a lot of time. So look at your projects and let's talk about some scheduling tips that I can give you. When you think of a schedule, you have to have time to plan and to get the most out of your time. But remember, life happens. And a lot of times we can schedule things that may or may not actually take place. So the first thing is schedule a time to schedule. If you are a weekly planner, you need to have time when you're scheduling. When is that? Is it Sunday night before Monday? No, that's disappointing and it is stressful. Planning should be at the very last day of the week, on a Friday, so that you can put it away and not even think about it the whole weekend, have that to relax with your family and do the things you want to do, and then schedule your week for or schedule on Friday for the next week. A lot of times, especially with homeschool moms, we leave sometimes on Fridays to do something that we want to do with our family or that can be catch-up day. I'll talk more about that in a minute. So we're going to schedule time to schedule, and if we're too busy to even stop and plan, we're never going to get anything done. For me, I love planning months ahead of time, and that gives me such a sense of accomplishment. If you can trade off with someone to watch the kids or hire a babysitter if you have little ones, you will be really happy to be able to sit there and plan out you know, your month or even two months. Uninterrupted planning time can really help. For example, if you're going to work on scheduling household chores or homeschool days, you're going to want to schedule a longer period of time. Remember, you can be overscheduled and leave time for flexibility. And also remember the no word. Don't get sucked into doing jobs and chores for other people or other you know, things that you are part of. There's plenty of time to volunteer, let me tell you, when you are no longer homeschooling. Number two, schedule out-of-the-house trips. By planning trips in one day, you can schedule and save so much time. You can do errands in order. One time, I had about five errands to run, and I was running all over town, and finally I just stopped and thought, if I had started at the furthest location, I could have very easily come back home at the end, and I would have saved so much time. So sometimes you have to prioritize, like, for example, are you going to go do a bank deposit? So we have businesses and we can't do, you know, taking a picture of a check and depositing it, which I think is the coolest thing. But you can do that for personal. So a lot of times if you're depositing a check or, you know, you're checking um, your account online, you know, you want to set up times when you do this and not just when you're panicking and going, okay, you know, did I remember to set up overdraft protection or did I move money over to my checking account or whatever that is. So you're going to prioritize your errands in the order of most importance as well as location and do them on one day. 
Some families leave Friday open for catch-up days or to schedule a field trip or something fun to do. And remember, Fridays can also be the day that you're planning the week ahead if you're doing it week by week. Number three, schedule with online tools. Do you pay bills online or shop? When do you do these things? Again, if you want to do them, schedule a time to do it and quit jumping online whenever a thought pops in your head. And you know what? This will also save you money. If you can set up auto payments, this is also a huge savings. And it is wonderful that you don't have to worry about paying bills. I have a spreadsheet I use on Google Docs and I look at it at least one time a week for five to 10 minutes to make sure payments are being made because I found even setting up auto payments, sometimes they're not made. So what I do is I set up alerts and when something is auto paid, I get an alert. You can even do that with a checking account. If something is auto debited from your account, you can set up an alert and you can get that also as a text message. So it is a huge time saver. Number four, and this is my favorite, block time. This has been a lifesaver for me because knowing when you're going to do a task tremendously helps and cuts down on the actual time to do a project or a task. So I block times for answering emails and grocery shopping, even if I'm shopping online, and other tasks that can be done in increments of, wait for it, 15 minutes. You will be shocked at all the things that I can do in 15 minutes, and I can get so much more done. I also block time for mega cooking. So this week is lasagna week, and I am going to be making probably three to four lasagnas, and I'm going to serve one of them on Saturday. I have guests coming. So if you can double, triple, or even quadruple a recipe, you make the big mess one time, and then you've got meals for you know, a month or so ahead. And these are ways that you can schedule your time in a way that's most useful using that block time. Of course, it's going to take me longer than 15 minutes to cook, but that just gives you an idea of how you can set up these times. Also schedule a break. For example, exercise or reading time with your kids or even without your kids. I found that if I have something to look forward to, I am more productive You'll feel better, and while I didn't think I had time for a break, especially as a homeschool mom, it was amazing that if I could just have a few minutes, it was invigorating for me, and then I could get started again. So here are the five things, and I'm going to go through them again really quickly. The first is make sure you have time to schedule. So schedule time to schedule. Number two, schedule out-of-the-house trips. Either schedule them by prioritizing them or by location and try to do it only one day a week. You can even schedule things if you have a dentist appointment. um, That can be when you're scheduling something else that you're doing. Number three, schedule using online tools by bill paying or even shopping. Number four, block time of when you're going to do different events and block those times off. And number five, be sure to block time scheduling a break. You will be so much more productive if you have a break. For years, my husband was after me to exercise because he loves exercising. And so finally, he said, you know, you'll be more productive if you do that. And I found that I actually was, but it took me many years 
to agree to start exercising. I even have some podcasts on exercising to make myself do it. And you guys were my accountability partners. And that's another thing. If you need an accountability partner, find somebody who will look at your schedule and maybe help you tweak it. It can be a spouse or a friend or, you know, even a neighbor. Just, you know, get it going and get it done. So I hope this gives you ideas for ways that you can increase your productivity by smart scheduling. And one last word. There's some debate out there about whether multitasking is effective, and all I'm going to say is it really depends on the person. For some people, it works fine, and for others, it just doesn't, and it can disrupt their concentration. So think about this when you schedule and work on ways that will enhance your productivity, and scheduling is just one way to do it. Take care, everyone, and please enjoy our sponsors for today's episode, and check out episode 433 scheduling hacks. That link is at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com and you can grab all the show notes for today's episode. Take care. God bless. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at mediaangels.com and the vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.